My darling girl, when are you going to understand that being normal is not necessarily a virtue? I'd rather denote a lack of courage. You've just entered the cool friend hour. Hey everybody! Do you like midnight margaritas and getting caught in the rain? Do you throw spilled salt over your shoulder and plant rosemary by your garden gate? Well then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Ghoul Friend Hour. I'm your host Morgan Feza. Let's get weird. Hey everybody, I'm Morgan Feza, your host with the Ghoul Friend Hour. I am here today with my guest, Taylor Jones, and my cousin, which is really fun. So I'm going to have Taylor introduce herself. And- Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, I'm Taylor. I'm Morgan's cousin. Um, I don't really know much to talk about myself. Um... I like spooky things. Um, I'm a substitute teacher right now. Um, something I did mention to you next year, um, I will be getting my um, teaching certificate. So I might be an art teacher one day. Yay. That's exciting. Um, I have weird vibes, spooky vibes. Uh, I don't know what else. And like we said, we were saying before we started recording um, that if you're not spooky, you can't hang. So yeah. if you want to be part of the spooky gang, you gotta you gotta live like it's Halloween every day. So, mm-hmm. um, but Taylor is a practicing witch, so I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about how you arrived to that journey, um, or arrived to that destination, and what your journey was like. Um, you know, what interested you in kind of delving into that and practicing witchcraft? You know, what kind of witch are you? Um, and what are some things that you feel like you've accomplished through embracing that? Um, what are them some things that you've learned? So yeah, I mean, let's let's dive in. Let's get weird. <laughs> um, so it's actually weird how it started. I think to begin with, COVID definitely opened that door for me because growing up, I was always into like spooky things and horror things, but it was also funny at the same time because I was that typical person where like I'd watch a horror movie, but during the like spooky scenes, I would be covering my eyes. Now I can watch like any scary movie and I'll literally just watch it in awe. Um, but growing up, I always like read, you know, the like tween horror books. I always was obsessed with Halloween. I'm still obsessed with Halloween. Um, but as I got older and I started like diving more into things like creepy pasta, always getting into those stories. When I got I to high school, pasta. they have so yeah. many good, yeah. like, I will find myself falling <laughs> down the wormhole. Oh yeah. But the worst part and the best part was that when I got to like sophomore, junior of high school and I started getting more freedom in school because I had more art classes and stuff. So I didn't have to do as much. And I was also like the teacher's pet. So I had a lot of free time. 
um, I started diving into no sleep Reddit. Okay. I got so into it to the point where like, I would sit there every class reading so many different stories and telling like my friends about all these creepy things that I read. So by the time I got to college, I was more obviously into like all the horror stuff and Halloween and then comes around like 2000, it was actually before COVID, but comes around like the fall of 2019. I had started getting into, like, I guess more so because I had dove more into, I guess, like TikTok and stuff before COVID happened. Um, And I had started seeing things about like, you know, spirituality and like herbalism and stuff. And I was like, ooh, like I've always wanted to change my lifestyle and try to like incorporate more natural things in my life. And so that's where like my herbalism side kind of started growing. But then where the crazy part came in was that I was all into, you know, herbalism and I was searching all of these, these natural remedies. And eventually I started learning about witchcraft and I was like, oh my God, I was like, I've heard of it. But like, obviously everyone was always like, oh, like that's, you know, the work of the devil and stuff. And it's all like, just not good stuff. So when I was doing more research into it, I was like, oh my God, like these are like, this is harmless stuff. And so the fall of 2019 was when it started and I didn't really like blossom into it until I guess like the beginning of 2020. And when COVID hit, that was when I was really able to really focus on it because we had all that free time. Like we were home all the time. We didn't have a whole lot to do. And so by then I was like fully into the whole like witchcraft realm and like pagan holidays. Like I was learning about the different celebrations and different spells and I was learning different ways to ground myself especially because I'm one that deals with a lot of anxiety um I've always had anxiety since I was a kid so learning how to like ground and meditate was really like helpful um and then I talked to you about it because you were the second person I ever had told about it and from there you kind of like helped me I said blossom, but like, I feel like you really helped me blossom, blossom. Um, Cause I was learning things that like, I didn't know before. I think because of you, I had gotten like my first tarot deck. Um, I remember I had gotten like books and crystals. I think crystals was where we first started. We talked about crystals and then you had started telling me more about like tarot cards. And from there, it's just like grown. Um, but yeah, now I'm just an extra spooky bitch. <laughs> yes, but I love it. And I love it. And I love how you, like, I feel like you've truly, like, come into yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I, I noticed, like, since kind of embracing that and just learning more about it and, like, harnessing that craft, like, I feel like you've just really come into, like, who you're supposed to be and, like, managing that gift. And so... I'm, I'm proud of you. Like I, I always, you know, we may not talk every day, but I feel like I'm like the, like Regina George mom. That's like in the background with the camcorder. And I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like like, that's Taylor. She's doing it. So like, you know, like I'm super excited for you and I'm just like proud. I'm a proud mom. Like, (laughs) well, cause I remember when you had told me you were you were dealing with a mentor and I was like, oh yeah, I've never had a mentor. And I was like, do you want to be my mentor? And you were like, absolutely. Yeah. And so from there, whenever I had questions or anything, like I remember, I know when we had more time during, you know, the COVID times, cause we weren't doing a whole lot. We were like texting every single day, sending each other like 
witchy memes or like we would ask each other questions and there was moments where one of us would feel something and like check in on each other which is one thing I really wanted to talk about and I remember I saved a screenshot of it when you found out that you were pregnant and you were going to announce it and you were telling all of us you were calling everyone and it was the weirdest thing that I think had ever happened to me and I remember that morning you tried calling me and you remember how I texted you back and I said can I call you later and you were like oh yeah sure that's fine and then my mom came upstairs I think like 20 minutes later or something she goes oh like did you hear the news did Morgan try calling you and I go what and instantly I had this weird feeling in my gut and I was like something's telling me that it's something like pregnancy related like it's something's telling me that and she tells me and I go wait what I'm like holy crap I literally was just thinking that and so I look at my phone and I was like wait I never texted her can I call you later I must have done it in my sleep or something I don't know what it was and so when she had told me it was like I had already known and I don't know how it happened. And I thought it was like the creepiest but coolest thing. And so when I called you and told you, we were both like, what? Yeah, absolutely mind blown. (laughs) I think it was like cool too, because I feel like I've been on a like more, I feel like mine hasn't been so like our journeys have been like parallel, but like different. So like Mm -hmm. I've always loved that we were able to like mentor and help each other. You know, I was more on that spiritual journey of like trying to embrace like my, I don't even really know what to call them because it's, I don't know, like, I I wouldn't say it's like psychic abilities, but it's like mediumship maybe. And like, Mm -hmm. There's like definitely some clairaudient, clairsentient abilities there. And it was like, I was on like that journey and like discovering like how to, to manage that and figure that. And I felt like you were, you know, doing, um, which uh, please correct me. Um, what kind of, so I know there's like kitchen witches and there's, Mm -hmm. this is, is it like an herbal witch? When I first started, I noticed that I was very into like the green witch type of like so that's what it's called yeah yeah Yeah. but then I realized because I remember I had discussed it with you I remember there were certain things that I like nitpicked that I liked from other parts and I realized that although I'm more to the green witchcraft I noticed that like I think I consider myself more of like an eclectic witch because I liked certain things like I felt like I was able to resonate with certain things more in other spots than just green witchcraft Okay, cool, cool. But that's not like I that and that's the best part about kind of figuring out, you know, where you're at and and you know, changing your journey and and tune fine tuning it to to meet you where you are. So I mean that's awesome. So um, you know what I was gonna say is like it's it's cool that you know, even though um like you were more on a like um, green witch and like this eclectic witch path. And I was more on like the psychic, like medium abilities and and trying to like um, figure that out. Like I loved how it kind of just like melted and we just were so able to like help each other through that. And like, just like, you know, there were things I feel like, um, you know, it was funny. I was when I, I did the episode the other day with um, Lorraine Warren's grandson, one of the things that he said, and I, I really liked it was that, you know, if anyone tells you that, like, they know everything there is to know about like spirituality and things like that, like, they're full of it, you know, mm-hmm. and 
even um you know in his 50 i think he said 50 something years i'm not i i'm not sure mom brain uh, <laughs> but he you know he said in all these years he he he's like i have like 30 something years on you and he's like I still am learning to this day. And like, that's the crazy thing about spirituality and, you know, trying to find yourself and your religion. And, you know, I feel like it's always a learning process. And even though um, this is something that I've been dealing with for 28 years and I had knowledge to share with you, you still taught me a lot, um, you know, and I, th- I just thought that was really cool. Like, I felt yeah. like that was notable mentions because I was like, you know, it was just, it was neat that, you know, I, even with the experience that I had, it was just nice that we were able to kind of teach each other and guide each other and like be there for each other. So, mm-hmm. cause it can be isolating. It can be super isolating because yeah. stigma like, we talked about, um, you know, people being like, oh, it's the devil and oh, it's this. And, you know, it, and that's the coolest thing too about starting this podcast is I even just in the couple of short episodes that I've done with other people I've heard a lot of different perspectives on a lot of different things and it makes you think and you realize like when you keep an open mind and you start to learn a lot of stuff there is a lot of stuff out there and like there's a lot of stigmas that isolate people, but there's more of us than you realize. And that makes you feel less isolated. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of nice. It's kind of liberating. Yeah. It's actually funny because you were the only one who I had like really confided in. Like, obviously my family knew and Patrick knew, and I had like, you know, the small, like, group of people but like you were the only one that I was actually able to really talk about certain things because it was like one thing to tell people that you were into like you know the the practice but when you're actually asking questions and talking about things and being like oh like what should I do in this you realize that like you don't have at first you realize you don't have as many people but then when you actually talk about it more like the craziest part was that a few months after that I went and got um one of my tattoos and the funniest part was that I don't know how it happened but my tattoo artist I went to I went to middle school with her and um we were like kind of pretty okay good friends in middle school and so when she was doing my tattoo whatever it was we got into the conversation and I think it was because she was the way she came off just sounded very like witchy and when she was talking to me and all of a sudden something she said and I was like we had that moment where it was like are you are you into witchcraft and and she's like yeah yeah are you and I was like yeah and so we were like oh my god are you are you a witch and we just went like went off on the whole thing and so every time I go and get a tattoo we start talking to each other about it and stuff and it's just it's like you don't realize how many people are around you that are actually practicing it until you actually mention it because a lot of people are so closeted because you know, we live in such a world where even though we try to tell everyone to be nice to each other, we're very, you know, like I noticed the community is very shun like. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's uh I feel like just general like kindness and acceptance and like saving space for people who may not have the same beliefs or same, you know, it it's hard, um, you know, and I'll be the first to say I there, I'm sure there's been times where I've been judgmental myself, you know, my hands are not clean. Um, we're all guilty of it, but like, 
some people take it to another level and I feel mm-hmm. like my people stay so closeted. Um, and I really wish we didn't live in a world like that. And so I don't know, like I just, it's been refreshing talking to so many different perspectives because there are people that are like streamline, you know, Catholics that witchcraft is absolutely taboo and then you have people who um you know I was learning about all different types of religions when I was talking to Lorraine Warren's grandson you know he was teaching me about religions that I didn't even know existed and I was like there's you know when you start to really talk to all different walks of life and you start to really get different perspectives and hear different stories and you know you really start to realize how truly big the world is and that like we don't have to like closet ourselves and bubble ourselves because the only person that we're hurting is ourselves you know and like just accepting who you are and and being that person and showing up for yourself and just being like fuck it this is who I am it's the greatest feeling in the world and it's so liberating like that's the word I keep using because I just feel like when you can be you what better version is there? So it just makes you happy. Mm -hmm. I think the one thing that I really like, and I can't speak for other practices or religions because I don't know that much information, but like the one thing that I absolutely love about the witchcraft world and even the spirituality, like, you know, practice as well, is that like, I have seen so many communities like you know small communities of of witchcraft and stuff or just people talking like videos I've seen and they're like the best part about witchcraft is that one we don't judge you like there's no judgment it's such a open community where like everyone is always supporting each other and helping each other like I'm on a Facebook group I think it's the one that you and I ended up joining um I just never got off of it and it's just nice sometimes like you could post something and be like listen like I did a spell something went wrong can somebody help me and then like the whole community comes together and kind of like you know talks about it but the one thing that I love the most that I had I don't remember who had said it but I had seen somewhere that someone had said the best part about witchcraft and even the spiritual realm is that you don't have to be always doing it like it, you can literally go about your normal life and if you feel like something's going on like do something for it like you know if there's a spell that you need to do like I was a lot more into my practice during COVID because I had all that free time but then as life started getting back on track and I started getting busy with my job and I started doing more things I noticed that I wasn't keeping up with all of that and so I always thought to myself like oh gosh like does that mean that I'm not you know like a witch anymore does that not mean that I'm doing the practice am I not keeping up with it and like there are moments where sometimes if I'm feeling overwhelmed I'll go outside and I'll like plant my feet in the ground and I'll ground myself and remember that like I'm here and I'm okay and it's nice because I don't have to worry about feeling like I need to keep up with it like they just say that you know you don't have to be doing it 24 7 like it's a practice that can always be done whenever however often it needs to be And no one's going to like shun you for and be like, oh, you haven't, you know, done your practice in weeks or months or even years. So like you can't be part of the community anymore. So it's nice. It's not culty. Like, I feel like that's how cults are. Like they're like, yeah, (laughs) shut the (laughs) non-believer. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, there's definitely like, so for instance, um, I'm sure you saw like me and my best friend, Kim, we went to the Lunar Fair for that gay place pride. Is the best. Oh, I love the place. The community is just, you know, whether you're a witch, you're a ghoul, you're a goblin, you're a, mm -hmm. I don't care, like, you know, black, yellow, purple, white, green, like, it's just a ton of people who come to spend ridiculous amounts of money, drink from a potion bar. The best you know, dress up. I was like, I put like a ton of jewels on my face. We were dancing with the drag queens and, you know, I was sipping my uh, gender fluid drink and it was <laughs> fabulous. And then I got like a Glenda ball thing <laughs> and it like exploded because there was way too much cotton candy in it. So like I choked nearly to death. <laughs> Yeah, I was not expecting. I got one of those cool, like, little, um, did you ever see, like, the disco ball cups that they had that light up? No. The only cool one I got um, was the cup. Oh, I forgot the name of it. But you take your little potion, like, the little um, test tube, and you Perfect. pour it in. It's like butterfly tea, and you put the lemonade in, and it turns it purple and stuff. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I didn't get that one, but I got, like, they ran out of gender fluid, and it was really good. It was, like, a it was almost like a bay breeze, but like different. Like it was like very tropical, but it wasn't mm. like sweet. So I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it was really yummy. And I was like, oh, I could have a lot of these. <laughs> um, and then I, I think it was called the Glenda like glitter bomb, but I just had to be a child. And I was like, let me get the glow up like disco ball cup. Oh my I'm, like, gosh. I wanted it. The guy like looked at me and he's like, you want the glitter bomb in this one and I was like yeah like <laughs> pick a cup and so he gives it to me and he hands me like the little so there's like a little toothpick through this like cotton puff and mm -hmm. I guess the glitter is like on the inside of it and it's like so I he's like when you're ready to drink it like you just drop that in well and I, I realized very shortly after why he was looking at me like I had four heads because I dropped my little glitter bomb in and this shit like exploded like it was oh, like, god and I was like trying to do one of those <laughs> like catch it with my mouth and like the, and I ended up choking nearly to death and because I'm a mother and I've given birth I ended up pissing my pants well, so there you go. <laughs> like, my best friend was like thank god she has dogs because she had lots of towels in the car I was like I'm gonna need one of those <laughs> so it was it was a fun experience but <laughs> that's a digress I just love like Lunar Fair was just it was a ton of fun you just got to be like a total kid and everybody was super nice and it was just really fun um so if you're in New Jersey ever in new jersey to all of our listeners um you should definitely stop by the lunar fair check out their instagram page um i also got freaking um what is the fairy hair i'm trying to i think it's called luna locks well, they really added a lot then because i or you know what did you go during the pride event i did because i think they went like extra for that event because I went to the They're one always there. I think that's the only the only thing that they do. They do events um other places. I think they mm -hmm. maybe they miss, they might have missed a couple, but that's like their main like gig is they go yeah. but New Jersey Fairy Hair, they have like two names. It's like New Jersey Fairy Hair on Instagram, I think, and then Luna Locks is like the official like business name. 
Yeah. Always have like a line. And like, so when we got in, we just beelined it for Luna Log. So I was like, this is the first thing we're doing. I'm like, give me 20 strands. I'm like, curl up because I want to be sparkling. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. The community is just great. Yeah. I went, um, I think it was in the beginning of May. I went with my friend because she she's really cool we were friends since high school we kind of lost touch in in college and then we just recently about a year ago started talking again and she was kind of into more of like the healing yourself not into witchcraft but like she's very into like she came from a very religious like home and so I always thought that she had been she would always be that like you know religious person but when I had kind of opened up to her and told her about my journey with like witchcraft and stuff she now always comes to me and she's like oh my god like you know I've got this going on in my family somebody's ill like what can I do for it and like I went through this whole thing where like I would send her some things and be like you know use this color candle for this person or if you want to make like a little spell and kind of like put some manifesting like you know intentions into it and you know do that it's it's so crazy that like we even like connected in that way you would never think sometimes with certain people that you would end up connecting with them the way that you do but we went and um she ended up getting a reading from some woman and it was the funniest shit I think I'd ever seen because the second she sat down this woman literally goes and we were like what and she goes I don't know who it is but one of your relatives is coming through and they are like on my case like they literally just scared the shit out of me and I'm like what is going on right now and obviously like it was it was just like you have such crazy experiences there but it's it's the best and they got great food too oh yeah some delicious empanadas oh yeah they got the little empanada truck They were so good. They do have really good stuff there. Although I will say, I like when I was just like feasting on like deep fried Oreos. We ate those too. Those were so good. I could like eat deep fried Oreos every day of my life. That and deep fried Reese's. I would, I would totally choke on a deep fried Oreo dust any day. Yeah. Every time we (laughs) eat it, I was so happy you said that. That's like the one thing and I'm okay with that. I'm totally I swear, okay. Every time you literally go to pick it up and it just gets like, I don't even you inhale know. at least one. Yeah. At least one. Oh my gosh. That's so true. I'm like so happy you said that because <laughs> that was just me. And I'm like, what is my problem? No. no. <laughs> and then even when you try to like not get it on you, you end up looking down and you're just wearing just, it all over you. Even if you're like over the plate, it just somehow gets all over you and you're like, what happens? I hate confectioner sugar like and uh, like I love funnel cake but like I am literally the worst because like I always avoid ordering it because like funnel cake is just ridiculous like they bad they just coat it like and I'm like do you but it's so good you want funnel cake with that confectioner sugar like (laughs) like, there's more of that than the actual funnel cake it's so worth it though so worth it Mm -hmm. But um, what was I going to say? So it's kind of like random and like maybe a little off topic. Did you see the Titanic thing that's going on right now? Yes. I've been keeping up with it. Somebody said that they're definitely not going going to make it. So no. I mean, it's no. only, I think, 96 hours or something. Of yeah. But I heard, yeah, I heard they only have like 20 something hours left. 
I think, to breathe. So I don't know. That's so scary. It is. I don't crazy conspiracy theories and like all these things are coming out right now. And it's like, I hate, okay, here's what I hate about conspiracy. (laughs) I love them and I hate them because I feel like it's like so out there, but at the same time, like when you are very spiritual, some of the stuff people say makes total sense and you can't Mm -hmm. be like, I mean, like they're not wrong. And like that, like, and then I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my gosh, next thing I know, I'm completely in the rabbit hole. And I'm like, and you start researching things and you're like, why didn't I do this to myself? I could have been doing something productive and now I'm in like a hole of looking things up. And then it ends up going off topic. Like I end up going down some hole that like, I started with say, like looking up the Titanic, I end up looking at like the other day I found myself looking at like true crime stuff. Like I just got into a rabbit hole and I was like, how did I get there from like one point? It just doesn't make sense. It's literally horrible because I just like, I genuinely, I get so like lost in the sauce because it just, it does, it gets interesting. And then it's like so many different minds are like contributing. Like I think Reddit is like, it's the worst. It's the best. It's the worst. It is. I I was researching uh like Reddit stories. I was gonna do an episode of like um just like Reddit like cryptid stories and like you have to no you gotta do an episode on national park if you look up oh the on Reddit national park stories that park rangers the talk about four one one right heaves me out every time I read them and I'm like like the the stairways to nothing. And like these like people going missing. And I'm like, I really want to go travel to all these national parks and stuff, but I'm also terrified. Like, have you ever heard of um I think it's I think it's skinwalkers, but like apparently they're the ones that tend to live mostly in the national parks. And I heard, and I literally I believe this so much and it sticks with me. If you're in an area like outdoors and you don't hear anything, like it's silent, you don't hear birds, bugs anything like that they tell you to get the crap out of there like they say that there's something negative there something not okay and I totally believe that so every time if I ever see anything related to that I'm like they need to go like you need to leave because that's some scary shit if I'm at a national park and I don't hear anything I'm out so like do you want to hear something really funny so but this was like way back when I've so there's been like weird like I have weird like I don't want to call them like pet peeves but like strange like odd fears I guess so like when I was little one of my favorite movies because it literally scared the living shit out of me was Darkness Falls I don't know if and, I could. I'd have to see it if I remember so Darkness Falls is about a tooth fairy and yeah so like (laughs) freaking scary like it's like it's that kind of scary that it's like folklore like creepy yeah and like just the I I, maybe because I'm afraid of the dark that's why it freaking scares me so much this is like there's this like kid and I won't give too much away but there's this kid he um lives in this town called I think it's called dark is it called darkness or darkness fall I don't know, or something falls and there's um an older lady who got blamed for these boys going missing and essentially the townspeople killed her 
and she was like the town tooth fairy like she would like take the kids teeth and give them something in exchange and it was like okay and they killed her because they thought she was responsible come to find out I think the two boys turned up or something like that so she comes back with this like vengeful tooth fairy spirit and I know it sounds kind of cheesy but it's actually really scary like you have to watch it so the thing is in like one part of the movie I'll tell you this like they're in like a like a not like a forest and that's already bad <laughs> yeah I'm like they're in this forest it's already bad right there oh it's like dark and he looks up in the trees and there's like a porcelain because she wears a porcelain mask it's her like porcelain face and then she just yeah she's giving a shiver and it's so scary and so um darkness falls was one of those movies that like it was my go-to and I loved it because it scared me so much but then it was like I couldn't sleep because I was like afraid that like if I didn't leave just a little bit of light on, if I went in the dark, like the dark spot, I was gonna get swooped up by the tooth fairy. So mm-hmm. like, it was terrible. But <clears throat> about this is because ever since that part, I've always been really weird about being outside at night and looking into the trees. Like I've always had a weird, it just has always like freaked me out. So like, um, just like, I don't like mirrors like mirrors freak me out I don't think it's mm-hmm. across from your bed I never I always and this may be OCD I always check and I'm like I never face two mirrors like across from each other like I'm just very there's just no, I'm I'm the same way that's why I'm like you're skeeving me out because like but now I'm like scared because I have a uh, like a story that I was going to tell you involving the national parks and you talk about the things in the trees but now I don't know if I'm gonna like terrify you no no, no I'll be good honestly like I it's more of like a in the moment kind of thing but like I am also not a like I'm outdoorsy but I wouldn't say I'm like I mean the bugs don't jive very well like we are not I'm just I love I do love nature I like sticking my feet in the ground I love grounding I'm a huge 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 person of like being near the ocean and like not in the ocean near the ocean <laughs> the ocean scares me in the ocean I'm like mm. That too. I'm like, I don't, after like that Egypt shark attack, I'm like, boy, like I, <laughs> I, I don't know about the ocean right now. Um, so yeah, so I have like stupid, like little fears, but um, there is a really good podcast. If you haven't heard it, she actually, I found out she lives in Delaware, which I thought was really funny. So I found her on TikTok and her podcast is called don't look in the trees. And I got, I went down the way. Oh, I think I know. I think I might know who you're talking about. Yeah. Her name is uh, Abby. Yes, yes. Yes. I see her on TikTok all the time. No, because she is the one who I was going to tell you that story about. She had, uh, I don't know if you'd ever heard of it. There was this one story that she said that she said that she went to a national park and she was walking or whatever in down to an area where I guess not many people walk down to. And it was like kind of a wooded area. And they always tell you that with like skinwalkers, you should never, ever make eye contact with them or let them know that you know that you see them. Otherwise, like you're done. So so, she always says, she's like, if you see them, no, you don't. Yes. If you yeah. And so, no, she, you don't. She, oh my gosh. She said, I don't know if it was her that went through it or if she said she heard somebody talk about it, maybe on like Reddit or something. And she said that they, she started walking down and she was in the woods and all of a sudden it started getting quiet. And she said like, 
nothing like was making a sound around her. And she noticed in the peripheral vision of the corner of her eye, something up in the trees and immediately was just like, and so she, I think she turned around immediately and went back, but like that creeps me out because I'm like, if they know that, you know, and I'm just like, I would not, I, I have the worst like ability to not make something obvious. So I I feel like if I was in that situation, even if it was a quick look, I would have been a goner. Yeah. I can't not look. You tell me not to look. I can't, I have to look. It's crazy for me because like, I, I'm like the same way. Like, this is why I think we, ju- we like just get along so well because we literally have so much in common. But like, I am the same way. Like, I'm that friend. Like, don't tell me not to look because my whole neck is doing a 360. Like, I'm exactly. turning, don't, don't look, but there's this person. I'm like, who? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I told you don't look. You know? so I am terrible at that. So like, I'm pretty sure that's the story that I heard because it mm-hmm. reminded me it made me think of darkness falls and I was like like I was like this is probably why I always had a fear of looking in the trees like I always thought it was just darkness falls but part of me is like is that one of my abilities kicking in and kind of going like there was a reason that you didn't like the trees because like my friends like never cared about it but like so for instance when I first started dating Matt and you've seen Aunt Dawn's house and like you know so when I would pull into her driveway when we were dating and I'd have to get out by myself, like I would get out, but there's always the trees that like come over the house and they're thick. And so I was like, would get out of my car and I'm like, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. There's something up there. And I'm like, like, (laughs) like a quick like glance. And I'm like, okay, all right. We're going to like speed walk into the house. And I hated it because I was like there's all these woods and just me and woods at night like we just don't get along like they scared me I never knew why so I was like oh it's definitely the tooth fairy that's it probably just ruined me for life but like then when I started listening to Abby on her TikTok and like her podcast I'm like maybe like my body just knew something was up oh god so now I'm just like "Mm, I'm probably gonna become like a hermit and just like I'm too scared of the outside world at this point I'm like now I'm learning about you know we used to just be super linear like okay we have ghosts we have um like ghosts and demons and we got angels and like you know you just your generics and then it's like as you get older I'm like okay like we're we're creating a trail mix here now we got Mm skin walkers we got wendigos we got I don't even know uh, what is it the rake like I was like oh yeah oh no he creepy oh I'm like you got mothman you got the jersey devil I'm like okay I'm like we we're we are coexisting with have you ever delved into the the whole of the Mandala County it's like a whole thing and it involves the skinwalkers and it it just did you ever see that one video I don't remember the name of it, but it was, I think it was the creepiest thing ever. And I think it's the way that they were like walking, but somebody took a a video and I obviously I'm never going to know if it was real or not, but the person was in a field screaming, saying help. And he had like, I don't know if he had no shirt on and maybe it was like a beige shirt and he's just out in the field and this guy's recording him from afar and he's walking in like a weird way. It was like a home footage type of video. 
and he was screaming. Yeah, he was like screaming in the distance, saying, "Help, help!" And it was—it just—it skeeved me out. I'm like, "Is that Skinwalker? Is that just somebody playing a prank?" Because either way, you got me, and it's terrifying me. And Skinwalkers sound so scary. They do because they so like they sound like they sound just like how people describe them they sound like an inhuman thing imitating a human so it's like it sounds human but you're like that's not like something's off yeah like and so it's it just sounds super creepy i i started um so it's funny because my friend megan was the one that she shot me over um you know I said what do you think like I should like what are some good topics that you would like to hear about like just picking people's brains and she was like you gotta look into the 411 missing like people and I'm like I'm like what is that and I didn't realize um there is another where did I hear that on I don't know if it was another podcast Oh yeah, I think I might have been um, Two Girls, One Ghost because I was I was binging their podcast and they were mm-hmm. the ones that got me to start this. Um, so I was binging their stuff and they were talking about um, a case where these two children, like they were walking through the forest like with their parents, like they were on like a day trip or something and the parents were like, they literally vanished into thin air. Like vanished, like the two kids were just gone and they were like, we like genuinely don't know what what happened and like I'm listening to this and I'm like oh my gosh so like I didn't put two and two together so when Megan was telling me about like 411 case I'm like hmm I'm like I'm gonna have to look into that research it and so here I go I type it into reddit (laughs) and down the wormhole I jump and I was like wow I'm like okay I have completely completely terrified myself for life like I'll probably never visit a national park I will never like go to Appalachia I will probably never ever go into the Tennessee like Smoky Mountains like all these scenic places where I was like oh that would be so romantic this would be so beautiful I'm like I I can I'll watch it on my tv like I can experience, I'll just experience it from my TV because I'm not trying to get swept up into the tree line. <laughs> whatever. See, what, what's so bad is that like my goal, like mine and Patrick's goal are to go visit all the national parks. Like that is what we want to do. That's on our bucket list. But I, I torture myself in diving into these holes and I don't know why I do it. Like I went to last year when we were celebrating our 10-year anniversary we decided to go to Ohio to go to Cuyahoga National Park and then we went to we drove from Ohio all the way to West Virginia to go to Shenandoah and when we went to Ohio it was good it was fun yeah it was was a lot of driving though it was over the course of five days I wish I had added more days because it was not enough but the two days we were in Ohio we slept in a tent and I kid you not like I want to be I really want to be a camp girl so bad I I literally was just thinking like about those people I'm like I was gonna say to you like I don't know how people go and sleep in tents in these places and then you just said that and I'm like listen okay I want to be a camp girl so bad and I can't do it I can't even do it in his backyard because I get absolutely terrified the first night I had to I have this like face mask that has bluetooth in it so I play white noise when I'm having trouble sleeping hold on hold on what (laughs) is it this 
No, it's more of like oh. a cotton mask. But I love that you have something like that. I literally just bought this for Matt, and it's like a Bluetooth face massager, like sleeping mask. There you go. That it literally helps wonders. Like I will put white noise on or pink noise, or not white noise, brown noise. I do brown noise or pink noise. Those two noises are known to what is reduce. Brown noise? It's just a different type. It's like white noise, but it's a different frequency and it's known to help with anxiety and like racing thoughts. Oh. It's like the nice, I forgot who had told me about it and I will not go back. Like that is the only sound that I listen to. Patrick says it sounds like um, the depths of hell and Satan, but to me, it really doesn't. It just sounds like white noise. It's, it's so calming to me. And so the entire two days we were there, I felt so bad for him. The whole two days we were there, I'm sound asleep as a baby with my mask on. I had my sound in my ear, so I couldn't hear anything. The second night we were there, he told me the next morning, he was up for like three hours because there was raccoons and coyotes fighting. And so all he heard was loud screaming coming from the like middle of the It sounds like coyotes sound like girls. Like it yes. sounds like girls He screaming. said it sounded like screaming, like women getting murdered. And so I was like, why wouldn't you wake me up? He's like, well, you were sleeping peacefully and I want to bother you. I'm like, great. So you just, you know, you decided to encounter that by yourself and not wake me up. I would have at least been scared with you and kept you company. <laughs> so it's, it, I, I want to be a camp person, but it's very hard for me because I watched I delve into too much spooky shit. Yeah. And I feel like true crime doesn't help either. Because it's it like, doesn't. you have to worry about like physical beings. And then you have to worry about like the metaphysical. Yeah. Beings. But the worst part was that we went on that trip, I think two or three weeks after the Gabby Petito case. Oh. So my mom was like shitting her pants all week. Like, obviously, when we got to West Virginia, we stayed in a lodge. So like the lodge made it a lot better, I guess, even though we were still like states away, but she was like shaking in her boots the whole week we were there because she was like, oh my God, like if something happens to you, I swear to God, she even told Patrick, she's like, if you kill her and something happens, I'm immediately coming after you. Like we got all the girls in, in the house are true crime, like fanatics. So th they were like, you can't even fool us. Like we'll, we'll beat your ass in a heartbeat. I would literally call in Deb up and I would, I would <laughs> shovel and I would be like, we ride at midnight. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, that, that had to have been so nerve wracking. I just like, I, I don't know. I just, like I said, I think like camping and forests and like, it's just not. I love them and I hate them. Yes, it's very much a love-hate relationship. And it was funny because one of the, so this was very terrifying. This is like a skinwalker story. So um, I think this might've been one that Abby told, um, but there was, uh, and I hope if like she listens to this ever, like I don't quote me because I'm not the best. Like, <laughs> um, there, She was talking about how um, there was like a story, this person like, lived in Appalachia they went out their like front door and they went to go like by the wood line and like I guess the thing in Appalachia is like everybody says like when it starts to when the sun starts like dusk like you don't go near the wood line you don't play in the woods for too long like you don't like you just don't like you come home and you get inside before it's dark like that's the thing so like this person was like they had their dog they went out into the woods and they heard something like calling to them and they said like 
it was like very strange and all the hair on their body was like standing up and it was almost like that fight or flight like they were they could like they were like I want to help because it sounds like this person needs help but at the same time like something doesn't in my gut is not feeling right about this and then they saw like something in the woods like they saw something staring at them and it was very like they couldn't figure out if it was like it almost looked like a dog but a person and they were like I I don't know if it's like yeah so it was really freaky and they said that like they were trying to like turn around and the scariest part was they were like they had heard tales in Appalachia because that's the thing and they were like okay like don't run you're gonna calmly walk out of this and they started to walk and the dog was like turning around and acknowledging this thing uh, no so like no. they tell you like you know if you heard it no you didn't if like you don't run don't like you just calmly walk away you get into your house and so the dog was like oh no like i'm you know how dogs are they're like i'm gonna fight this bitch like, yeah <laughs> they're like square up so um the dog was definitely like acknowledging this thing and she said she was just as calm and as like fast paced as she could without running was like walking and dragging like the dog and she could hear this thing like literally coming for her like and all she could hear was like this whatever it was she's like I couldn't tell if it was she like the craziest thing was I couldn't tell if it was moving on four feet or if it was moving on two, oh, um, I would shit my pants. Oh no, I'm okay. That like, here's the thing. Like, if I, I if I know that something's coming for me, we got to make eye contact at that point. Like, <laughs> got to have eyes on you. I don't know that I would have the willpower to turn around and like walk away while listening to whatever this is like coming from behind me. And then she said she like got to like the porch and like got in the door and like shut it and this thing was like right there oh no and it started to like use a voice and was trying to get her to open the door and invite it in and that is what I was like I was like oh no like that that whole thing is just too much so I was like that's got to be I mean think about it if you're thinking of the scariest moment of your life I think I'd rather be involved in a shark attack it's (laughs) like just swallow me whole like chop me in half and end it like I don't I don't know that like I would escape that like I feel like I would fuck up the rules somehow oh same Uh, and I just like would not get to the front door and if I did get to the front door like just I would have turned around and been like are you still there yeah like <laughs> or like I would have been at the door and I'd be like let me in I'd be like go like go home go back to your wood line. like don't you need to leave like I just and I would not sleep probably for the rest of my life See, but that's that's where you would get yourself killed and I would do the same but that's where you get yourself don't even answer it just don't yeah, yeah. That, that's where then you acknowledge it they always say something like um if you acknowledge it then it's real yeah so if you acknowledge then it's real <laughs> and like I'm too much of a hot mess like I'm from Jersey I talk back like I'm like <laughs> I'm like you're from Jersey too I'm like we we like it's enough to talk back I'm like so yeah. I'm like if this thing's gonna if this thing's gonna be chest out and it's gonna you wanna you wanna fight okay we're about to fight like, 
I might be scared as hell, but like, <laughs> I'm gonna go down swinging. So it just, yeah. I mean, I just think skinwalker stories are like absolutely terrifying. They are, but then you can't help but like not, not read them. They're just so They good. are so interesting. Yeah. And they're so, honestly, like you think ghost stories are like terrifying and like ghosts are scary, but like once you start to learn about all this other stuff, you're kind of like, well, in the grand scheme of things, I think I would take a ghost over like for me like I like just personally I don't know how you feel but like I definitely feel like I would handle a I mean I handle ghost situations now as is and I'm like okay it's not that bad like skinwalkers and well it's because it's very like human and animal like like I know a ghost obviously is one thing and you can't really see it or like we still don't really know how the world works with like the afterlife and stuff like we haven't until you're over that line you don't really know whether like it's real or not real so it's kind of like they either you believe it or you don't but like yeah. with this the shit that like you you see with like the animal like stuff the skinwalker stuff the like those are so they make it so realistic that like it's hard not to believe because yeah. it's stuff that could be realistic and we don't know because like if you ever like notice when you read things about like say national parks there are certain areas that they just don't allow you to go into or like is a high risk and it's like why is it a high risk though yeah and it's like it's, what just, it's crazy it's scary I swear it is just like I sometimes like I always think to myself I'm like it would be so cool to just be like a fly on the wall of just like I don't, I don't even know what to call it. Like the, I guess the metaphysical side, like to be able, I wouldn't even say like a fly on the wall. I would like to have like a bird's eye view of like everything, like be able to see everything, know what's going on, know what's real, what's made up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just so that you like know, cause I hate, mm-hmm. I, I, just, I, I hate the unknown. Like, I don't yeah. like the unknown. No, I don't either. It's like, am I over here shitting my pants over skinwalkers because they're real? Or am I just shitting my pants? Because, like, it's absolutely fiction, but it's just scary, like, to think about. And it's like, both of those could be true. But, like, I would rather there not be. I would really rather there not be any kind of (laughs) sure like that. (laughs) But it's, I mean, it's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Speechless. I'm, yeah, I'm like now I'm like I'm now I'm fun. gonna go to bed and I having a hard time sleeping. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But I mean, okay. So now that we've um, digressed into skinwalkers, we might as well digress into um, your paranormal experiences. I always love to ask all of my guests, you know, like what were experiences that you've had, and you know, how did they affect you? Like just. I love hearing stories so yeah so which this story you've already heard but um I think the this is one of the only stories from when I was young that I can think of I don't know if I had many because I got I got dory brain I always tell all the kids that I substitute that I got dory brain so I can't remember half the shit that I went through I literally steal that from you because like I I got mom brain I'm like no Dory. oh I always tell the kids I have dory brain because they know who dory is so I'm like yeah I have dory brain don't mind me if I forget your names (laughs) um but yeah the, the whole reason why this story has stuck with me was because me and my twin sister Kayla 
have always like, we don't really have many experiences together. So this is one of those things. But when we were probably about, I think seven or eight years old, um, this was around the time where my dad was still going out to work every day. So when me and Kayla were little, he was always at work a lot. Like he'd go do the, you know, nine to five, come home. Um, cause he worked in the office, but then as my brother, my sister came along, my younger sister, um, he started working more from home. So now he like works home and then sometimes he goes into the city or whatnot, but this was one of those days where he had to go to work and go into the office. And so it was just Kayla and I, and then my brother, Michael, who he was a baby at the time, maybe like two years old, a year or two. So he was sleeping in the crib, probably upstairs. And we were on the main floor. My mom was taking a shower. So it was just me and my sister downstairs. And we were minding our own business, doing whatever twins do, things that they probably shouldn't. I can't even <laughs> remember what. And I don't know how we got to it, but basically how it is, is the layout of my house. There's the living room, the dining room next to it. And then when you look down into the kitchen, the kitchen is almost like, I call it like a hallway, like kind of kitchen. Cause it, it's not like an open type of concept when you're in the dining room and you walk into the kitchen, you've got like the, the stove on your left, you got the kitchen cabinets and stuff on your right. There's a basement door that goes down obviously to the basement and then straight ahead, there's a doorway that leads into a three season room. And so that room is now like an office, but back then it used to be more of like a playroom. And so when you're standing at the doorway, from the dining room you can see all the way into the three season room and it's this small little room it's not like a big room and um my sister and I were ready to like go into the kitchen for something I don't know what and at the same time we both saw in the back of that room some like colonial man he was all dressed in like blue and he had like a bayonet or some like really long gun um, over his shoulder and he was marching back and forth and we were like freaking out obviously because we were like who the hell is this goddamn colonial man on the wing of the plane we were like, <laughs> we were like what is this so we ran upstairs my I don't remember this part I only have the image of the colonial guy in my head but my mom told us that we came upstairs screaming crying that there was somebody downstairs and obviously she was shit in her pants because like she, my dad wasn't there she was the only adult so she had to like muster the courage up to go downstairs she called my dad crying like the kids are seeing something like we don't know what it is and she I guess took like a knife and went back there to look and there was nothing and so what was crazy was that when years later I had forgotten about it when my mom had mentioned it to me and my sister before she can even like describe the man we both at the same time, like we've never talked about it up until that day. We both described the same exact thing. Like we saw blue outfit, we saw the bayonet, like even to this day, like we still describe the same thing. And you would think like, oh, like they're twins. They probably have like some weird connection, but like we have never- I to say that. I'm yeah. like, there's gotta be something there. Cause I'm like, it's definitely that twin. But that's the crazy thing. Cause like we were never, obviously like we were like, closest twins but I don't think we ever really had that twin like connection that people is that like the telepathic type of thing I know once in a while we have that like rare moment but it's so crazy when we both described it we were like what the hell like that's the like scariest thing I think has ever happened to us as kids and so 
it has stuck with me ever since. Like I can still, there's not many things I can remember, but that is one image I have always been able to keep in my head. And it's absolutely terrifying. Like, and I, I, it's crazy too, because I actually think that's why I have a fear of that room. Like in the middle of the night, I don't like going down to get like a drink because they now close the door all the time to keep, I guess, especially in the winter to keep the warmth in there or keep the cold out. And he has like, my dad has like a curtain on the window and my biggest fear, and now that I say this and I go home this weekend, I'm gonna be absolutely shitting my pants because I'm scaring myself again. I'm always terrified that I'm gonna see something either like opening the curtain and peeking through or like, I'm just like, it scares me. Like that whole room just freaks me out. So like, did you ever look into like the history of your house? We did. And what was crazy is that that whole area that we live in, we couldn't find specific things, but we live right near like the Ford Fage house. So we're only like a few blocks away, but that whole area that we like live in was parts of like where the Revolutionary War was. And guess what color our men were wearing? Blue. So like, it's really scary too, because like we obviously as kids didn't have that knowledge. Like we didn't learn about the Revolutionary War as kids. So when we learned about that years later, I, I do know that our house was one of the first houses built on the street. So I've been trying to like, I'm, I was debating going to like the public library and seeing if I could find any like creepy information. But other than that, it's like well, archives, like if you make good friends with the librarian, I've heard that you can get some pretty cool archives. Yeah. So that would be pretty neat to see like mm-hmm. if anything comes up. It's scary. Yeah. I mean, but I'm, it, it's definitely a, um, like one thing I will say is anytime that you have any type of encounter, if it sticks with you like that, it's a hundred percent a paranormal encounter. Yeah. Especially when it happens to two people and you describe the same thing. Yeah. Like it had, it had to have, it just had to have happened. So that's probably one of the bigger ones that happened in your life, but you've had others. Yeah. So the other big one that kind of always stuck with me was in my middle school years, so in like 2011, I think it was, I had one grandfather left. Um, the other one had passed away when I was more, I guess, like a couple years before that. So it wasn't too long ago, but my last grandfather had passed away in 2011. And he like was one of the ones that, you know, I always connected with the most because he was always the one to like photograph everything. He was always, um, taking videos of family events. He was always taking pictures of everyone. And he had kind of handed that wand, that photography wand down to my dad. And then my dad kind of handed it down to me. So the three of us had always been like connected in the way of like having that passion for photography. And so when he had passed away and I was going into like, I think my eighth grade year, maybe like late eighth grade, my dad was like, oh, you know, your grandfather had this really neat camera that he had. And like, obviously he's not going to use it anymore. And, you know, I have my own camera. So maybe we'll start you out with this camera. And I was like, obviously so excited. So the one day we went down to go visit my grandma and uh, he had asked her, he was like, you know, what happened to that camera that, you know, grandpa had? She's like, oh, it's got to be somewhere, somewhere around here. I'm not sure where. So all of us, there's the six of us and my grandma, we were all searching for this camera bag is a black bag. So obviously like it could have been a little bit difficult to find, but it's a pretty big bag. So it wasn't anything where like you, it was gonna be really hard to find. 
And as we were looking around, I think we looked for maybe like an hour or two and didn't find a thing. Five minutes after giving up, Lacey, my little sister at the time, was five years old and comes out of nowhere with this big bag in her hands. And we were like, what is that? She goes, oh, it's, it's grandpa's camera. Mind you, she's five years old. And she was like, yeah, this is grandpa's camera. And my dad goes, where did you find that? And she goes, oh, grandpa told me. And it, ter- it, it terrified some of us, but like my grandma and my dad both broke into tears. Cause we were like, how? How did you find like that doesn't well, he make sense? He wanted you to have it clearly. Yeah, but and this was this was like kind of near when my grandma because she got him cremated, so he's been in his urn in the dining room, which is even crazier because his urn was in the dining room. It still is to this day, and the camera bag was in the dining room. So like that's what was crazy too, and so when she had said that it was in there, we were like, where, show us where. (laughs) It was in the cabinet next to the other cabinet that he was in, in a cabinet that we had probably checked multiple times, like an open cabinet. And we were like, how? Like we looked there, how did you see it? She's like, yeah, grandpa told me. And it's stuck with us ever since. And I'm like, how? It just, it was crazy. And and another thing- That's how it works though. They come to your kids because they're so open. It's crazy. And then- this was more like, I guess, when everything was still fresh with him passing away, but my mom even had a creepy story in that house. And I love my grandma and I love that house because I grew up in it a lot. But it also scares me ever since he passed away because one of the other creepy stories had happened was that my mom went upstairs to go to the bathroom. And as she was coming downstairs, she heard somebody whisper and say, Debbie. And she turned around and nobody was there. She's like, oh, maybe that was like, you know, my dad or whatever. And she said it sounded just like him. And she said it scared the shit out of her. Like she, it, she, she hates like it because of that story. We all hate going upstairs to the bathroom because it just gives off this eerie vibe. Like ever since he, and maybe it's just because we spook ourselves, but like ever since he had passed away, it feels like something's there. Like it feels like he's there, which is They're great. Very well could be. I mean, it's like, and again, kind of referencing, because I think I just, I learned a lot from uh, Lorraine Warren's grandson. He, he really taught me a lot of stuff when we were talking, you know, he was saying that the biggest culprit of like beautiful moments like that, like what could be like a family member, he's like, it all comes back to fear. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, he's like a lot of the times, like our relatives, like they're you know, he, he started off the podcast basically saying like the footsteps that you hear in the hall, he's like, you know, is definitely not demons. It's probably mm-hmm. not. Simple. He's like, it's most likely your grandma just like checking in on you, but because like people are so afraid of the unknown and it's such a, it, it is scary, you know, that fear like takes away from a beautiful moment. So like, I guess it's just often that our loved ones are always checking in on us, but like, I just wish we could be better at like, I want to handle it better like handle it yeah Yeah. like yeah yeah and it's actually funny too that that you say like the relatives checking in because I heard this conspiracy theory and we're going to back into the conspiracy theory thing oh no (laughs) somebody said what if there's a chance that like when you die you don't actually like 
you know go off or whatever like they said somebody said that like if the ghosts that like appear or whatever like what if it's actually people from another timeline and they're living their timeline so when you see something happen and you can't explain it like it's somebody in another timeline actually living their living life. life oh that's yeah great that's like a really different right? concept. And then like, say if like you're doing something, whatever, like what if somebody in that timeline was like, oh my God, was that a ghost? And it was really just you. And I was like, that's really scary. Don't tell me that because- Ever see like, those, like those freaking like stoner thoughts and they're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, like posts that are like, yeah. that's literally what I just felt like right now. I'm sitting here and I'm like, that's just like, blew my mind like right? I'm, I'm like that's okay like that's so it's definitely I think a more comforting way to look at it because it doesn't yeah. make me scared like I'm like we'll okay. be besties with someone from the 70s you know and see yeah. Nick's passes we'll just go make friends with her right think about that like I will be in mourning for the rest I'm gonna cry I'm gonna cry I'm gonna literally just not do anything that day and you are gonna dress in black together I feel like we should yeah. work together because I will literally oh, yeah God. I'm not like even ready for that. No, I'm already sad that like half the band's already gone anyways. (laughs) I know, I know. It kills me, it kills me. And just for all the listeners, um, we're very big Stevie Nicks fans. I love Fleetwood Mac too. Oh yeah. And though I'm a little salty with Lindsay Buckingham, I will one day maybe get over it. But uh, yes, big Stevie Nicks fans. Did you ever watch Daisy Jones and the Six? So I started to, um, and I'm really disappointed because I read the book, um, but no, I have not been able to watch it as much as I want to. So I only got to watch a couple episodes and I'm like, I need to like actually. Well, like, did you hear uh, that there's like a rumor that it's about Lindsay and Stevie? Yeah, yeah. Everybody everybody says that that's like. Yeah, which that. makes sense because the way it plays out definitely sounds like their like relationship timeline. Yeah. Except yeah. for the ending. The ending doesn't at all. And I won't tell you what, but it, it just doesn't sound like that at all. You should definitely uh, watch it and read the book. If you have not, highly suggest. Um, well, I can't speak for the show, but Taylor can speak for the show. Yeah. I, like, I can speak for the book. Have you read the book? No, I don't read. <laughs> I love, The book was pretty good. The book was pretty good. Matt got it for me because I had it on my little wish list for Christmas. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I was like, this is so good. So that's why I'm really excited to watch the, the TV show. But um, but yeah, I'm like hoping. I'm like, if that if and when that day ever comes, I'm just hoping since she's uh since Stevie is like the grand witch that she'll just like be immortal and just live forever. Mm-hmm. Do you know that I actually heard stories that she had always liked the aesthetic of like the witchcraft world and like the spiritual world but she never herself considered herself a witch really yeah I don't know where I heard that from and I don't know if it's true or not I don't know if she's just saying that to like hide behind it but like it's so funny how the witch community has literally taken her as our own but like somebody had said or she had said I think in an interview that like she just never like she never wanted to become one she was just always all about the community and loved it and like loved the aesthetic of it and the the wardrobes and stuff I think she, I think she's definitely a witch and she just is hiding it because maybe like yeah, her generation you, you know what she said at the concert so when I saw her at uh, see you here now 
she literally said um I guess it was supposed to, I don't know if it was supposed to rain. I can't remember like what was supposed to happen, but I think it was supposed to rain and there were supposed to be like really crazy winds. And she was like, um, she's like, so I just want to like, she was closing up her performance and saying goodnight to everybody for the night. And she's like, and I just want to say thank you to the, uh, the wind gods and the um, rain goddesses or something like that for um, listening to like my prayer, not my prayers. She said something else. Like my, I just remember hearing it. I don't know exactly what it was. Again, that's my Dory brain kicking in <laughs> words. Um, but when she said it, I was like, that was like the first witchy comment I think I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Her. And it was like, she has to be. No, like she definitely manifested that shit. For sure. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, just there's no doubt and I mean she was on coven I mean I mean I can understand because it's just a song but like the seven wonders that's literally witchcraft 100 percent. so like how (laughs) yeah so like like, you did a lot of research to sing that song girlfriend I think we just need to make an executive decision here and we're going to if nobody else has and if Stevie you won't me and Taylor right now (laughs) are dating you as a certified witch. So you are the witch of the witch community. <laughs> She's the mom. The mom, the mom of the You're like the, the den mother of witches. She's the el- Oh my God, no, wait. There's such thing as uh, an elder. Yeah. yeah. She's an elder. Oh my gosh. So yeah. But it's... Oh. I thought I hurt my child. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what is that? Um... But yeah, I I just love spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. It fulfills me. It's the best. And I'm like excited. We just got a Michaels like by our house. It's like a big improvement for like Delaware. So like I'm excited because I'm like, it's literally like a two minute drive. And when Halloween time comes around, I might move in. Like I heard I, that July is when they start putting shit out. Do they? They start probably yeah. the earliest. So I'm like super excited because they always have like fun, like really good like themes too. Like I feel like we get our village from there, so we we like have a tradition of every Halloween we pick out like our favorite thing from there. Like one year they did like um the Limax uh like carnival spooky village. Mm-hmm. Christmas village but we have ours um and we <clears throat> what did we get last year I think last year we got like a witch's I don't remember I think it was like a witch's something it might have been like oh no, no it was a full moon and then it's like it's like a glowing moon at the top and then it almost looks like a town that comes like down like a hill mm-hmm. So it looks like houses that go up a hill and it kind of just adds like a little bit of like realness to like the whole village that we have going on. But I yeah. just, I thought the moon was going to be brighter, but I'm like, I might just like rig that myself. I might just yeah. like light and like- For your spooky crafty self has to come out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Michael's is the best for Halloween. It is. It's sometimes dangerous. Oh yeah. And it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Like breathing is expensive. That's true. 
<laughs> I I just finally hit my my quarter life crisis age, and I'm finally understanding like what it means to be in a quarter life crisis. Even though it's not like, was it the half? What is it? What are they other they call the other one? Midlife crisis. Midlife, yeah. I got I got the quarter life crisis right now. Oh, I swear. I'm like inflation, all this good stuff. I'm like, I just love that for us. Mm-hmm. I just love that like when I go to the grocery store like what did I just recently see was it um oh bacon like I went to get bacon and it was like 10 12 11 like, what like 10 dollars uh-huh. I'm like what is happening see and, like, I Hulk is like five six dollars and I'm like I don't understand when I first started like grocery shopping for myself and for like Patrick um I was always going to shop right and I was like oh my god this is so damn like just for 10 things it's like 75 dollars and it was like not even like the necessities yeah now I've learned to go to Aldi because they not only did I find out that like obviously they have really great prices but I actually found out recently that they don't believe in artificial food dyes and coloring they're actually they're yeah everything is really like I love so do you like avocados yeah avocados are phenomenal so we actually just got an Aldi's too by the house so like we finally have one that I don't have to drive like a half hour to Mm. and like I'm just living (laughs) my best life with it because like they have the best produce like the produce the meat is good um I love their stuff the only thing that sings is I wish that they had like more because sometimes yeah sometimes limiting and some things can be like seasonal so yeah. like sometimes it'll be there or like I don't know what it is here recently but there are some times where like they might have the bags of lettuce that are wilting and so like you have to go at a good time or like I went to get raspberries and I brought them home and it this was it doesn't happen all the time like all these is great like amazing but like the one week I, I guess I came at a bad time and the raspberries just weren't good so there's moments where like I go every other week I go food shopping so I try not to like go too often and when I do it's usually okay but there are some of those rare incidences where it ends up being is and you know it is what it is but <clears throat> but um yeah just like being alive is like super expensive and I was yeah. like like you know what I got to find some like free hobbies that are like really fun and yeah, well, I I wish I could say free things like all the hobbies I get into are like crafts. Like crocheting is my thing right now. But is yarn and stuff is expensive too. Yeah, but I'm always like I'm a cheapie, so I always try to find like the cheaper things. And I found out that there's this company that sells like skeins of yarn. <clears throat> and people that crochet out there, I'm sorry if I said it wrong. I don't know if it's skein or skein of yarn. I don't know. And they're like, usually when you go to Michael's, it's like 10 bucks for like a roll, but this website is like $4 a roll. So I bought like 15 different colors and now I have all this yarn and I'm trying to like bust out all these things because I feel like you would understand me the most where when you get into a hobby and it starts to slowly dissipate and you start to hate it. And then it ends up in your, oh, I'll do that later drawer. And then you end up with like 50 different piles. Yeah, so I'm trying to like, I'm because I want to like add a bunch of crochet animals to my Etsy. I I now call my Etsy the 
these are my unfinished hobbies because I didn't go through with it. And I, these are just all the stuff that I made. But like, I'm trying to knock out as much crochet stuff as I can before I get sick of it. Cause I spent like so much money on yarn. Yeah, it's, it's expensive. It's expensive. I mean, when it comes down to it, is any hobby really free? Like, except for bird watching, but even or that- you can breathe you know, there. Yeah, I'm like- <laughs> you're probably gonna Breathing in fine dining. Of, like expensive binoculars and like- Go tell you the, the one thing I always tell everybody, especially my friends who are like gamers, I just tell them to go touch some grass. It's free. That's true. That's yeah. true. <clears throat> Just anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, all the fun things are like way too expensive. The one thing that I can say I always love to do, and it like feeds into my love for the outdoors, you know, Head in Park. It's over by the St. Clair's in Dover. It yeah, is, yeah. Like, That's where everybody was like Pokemon going. Yeah. That yeah. is my favorite place to go because they have a little waterfall. And like the one thing I'll do, if, especially if I'm ever out of touch with myself um, and I'm just like having a rough time, I once or twice tried to go by myself, but I also like with being too much into true crime, I don't like going places by myself sometimes. And my mom also is like, you know, I'd rather you bring somebody, but most of the time I go with like Patrick or, or my sisters or my brother and we'll you know, pack sandwiches or we'll go to like quick check in town and we'll go pick up sandwiches and we'll just go sit on the rock and eat. And even though we paid for like the sandwiches, it's probably like the most freest thing that we could be doing besides driving. We'll just pretend that the gas doesn't count. And it's like so nice to just sit by the water and like listen to it and eat your snacks and like just talk and stuff. Cause I feel like to our, our society now and I'm guilty of it all the time is that we're so on our phones that it's hard to sometimes reconnect with not only just like, you know, the outside world, but also with friends and family and stuff. So I feel like when I do those things, sometimes it's really nice to reconnect with those people and with myself. Um, I agree with that because I do feel like there's technology is, uh, it's great, but I do think it's kind of rotting society's brains and I'm just like, we need more like good, like nature spots that are not national parks. <laughs> that don't have skinwalkers and dogs. If we had more of those little parks, I never knew what that park was called either. Cause I drive by it all the time on the way to mm-hmm. my aunt's, like when I take 46 and like, I would always see people like Pokemon going and my aunt actually said she was like can we do family pictures there and I was like yeah I was like it looks really pretty I'm like I've always wanted to stop there Mm -hmm. so uh, we need more of those yeah I I definitely miss being how I used to be more in like high school because now that like I'm out of school and I don't have something to kind of go to every single day and distract me um when I went to like high school and stuff, I was always, I like explored the urban exploration realm. And so that was like the one thing I love to do with my friends because like you were able to connect with them. Like you didn't, you weren't standing, you know, you know, the one place I went to a lot was profanity houses over in Alamoochee. I used to call it Alamuki and then I got told I was wrong and I, everyone made so much fun of me. It just yeah. sounds so gross, Alamuki. So I, so- in, 
you guess it. Yeah, but I, that's what I thought it was called. And so when my friends and I, like, we would go to, like, you know, the profanity has or something, and you wouldn't just stand there and just, like, be on your phone and stuff. Like, you'd be exploring. And, like, there's this other place. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's called um, Letchworth Village. It's up in New York. If you haven't been, I have to take you because it is the coolest thing. And I hope that it never gets, like, demolished or anything. It's literally got turned into a public park, <clears throat> but it has so many buildings it used to be I forgot I didn't do as much research as I did with like Greystone but the village used to be a place where it was basically like a mental hospital a mental health you know area for children and teens and stuff and so there's all these buildings that are like you know old and and boarded up and stuff and you're not supposed to go in them and they tell you you're not but like because it's all open to the public, like people still go inside. But then you'll see some people going in and then other people are just walking their dog in yeah. the area. And it's so cool, but it's also really creepy because there's this one big building. But it's like things like that, that like I used to love doing. And I feel like as I got older, I kind of like stopped doing that as much. Also because everyone kept telling me that I was going to end up shaving years off of my life because of asbestos. Yeah, but I it like never stopped me. <laughs> I, um, I mean that, like, I, I would love stuff like that. I miss, cause I used to do the same thing. Like, I feel like it's so funny because when you're younger and you have less freedom, mm-hmm. you're more adventurous yeah. and you get older, you literally, like I could, we could go right, right now. And yeah. Like if we want to take up and like, I feel like we're less adventurous and I'm like, I could, I could leave my house if I want to. Like exactly. I, I have free will right now. Why am I not like, this is the day that I have dreamed of. I'm like, and I choose to use my free will for eating junk food whenever I want and just mooching on the couch. Like it's the word. And it's so funny too, because when I had like $2 to my name in high school, I was over here trying to like, we would do research because you know, my, our parents would be like, Oh, just be safe. Cause that's still like scary. So we would always try to bring like, you know, we I'd pull like bandages from like the medicine cabinet and throw them in my backpack. And at one point we tried to like do the whole thing where we bought painter's masks, which I think were only like N95 masks. And we would wear those. So we look like these like wackos with bright purple and yellow, like painter's masks walking through like abandoned areas. And now I have the money for it. And I could probably go buy like a really nice mask. Yeah. I could probably like have all this stuff. Like we would throw like a sandwich in our backpack. We would have like our phone. We would charge it, make sure that it was all charged up. So in case if, you know, we died, like we had our phone and be like, oh, let me call somebody. <laughs> like we always thought we were so cool with like the $5 we had combined. And, and now that like, $5 stretch, like I remember right? like when you only like when I had less money, I felt like I did more stuff with like a hundred dollars. And I like, now I'm like, I, I make like a grown up paycheck and I'm sitting here like, why, why do I live like this? What's happening? (laughs) I used to go to the Michael's store so much as it like an early, like adult with. Oh. Or I was underneath $25. Oh, I lost you for a second. <laughs> oh, I was saying that when I used to go to the Michael's stores as like a young adult, 
I would have notifications that like I was under $25 in my bank account. Like that's how low my bank account would go as a teenager because I was working like minimum wage. Yeah. And at the time, it's crazy what the minimum wage is now. Yeah. I was only getting like, I think 8.30 an hour when I was a teenager, which is insane how much it is now. And so I would literally go to Michael's all the time and I'd end up with like $2 in my bank account and I'd have like all these crafts. And now that I'm an adult, I like rarely go there, but I think it's because if I do go, I'll spend my adult money that I don't need to spend on. <laughs> so I kind of we're just, like reasonable now. We're like, we yeah, do we need it? <laughs> exactly. I have that, that conscience voice in my head now. Like, are you sure you need it? But do you need it? It's like, like that could go to a lady with like all this wisdom that just sits there and it's like, mm, yeah, purchase Taylor. <laughs> yeah. And then you get the regret afterwards of either buying it or not buying it. So either way, you're unhappy and then you're like, well, this is temporary. So it's okay. Literally. It fills a tiny hole in my heart for a little while. I swear. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, what was I going to say before? I thought of something. I was like, when you said, you said something. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. What have you heard of geocaching? Yes, I used to do that too. Okay, because like so fun. I I thought it was really cool, and I'm like, oh, I would love to do that. But then again, Reddit, like, I think it's another thing that's ruined for me because of all the like stuff that people have found that's like creepy. I have heard like a small amount of stories, but like I always because New Jersey has a lot of them. I think PA has a lot of them too. But I try to go to the ones that are more like local and nearby because it reminds me of what was that app that came out like during, I think it was during COVID where you would go on and they would give you a random location and you would like go to it. Like you could go to the location and you would like see something, whatever. And people were coming out with these like terrible stories that somebody would go and like somebody would be standing there waiting for them. Or you're supposed to like, I forgot the name of it. Now I want to go look it up. I thought but that it was, it was that creepy app where like you, my siblings wanted to try it once. And my parents were like, absolutely fucking not. Like, we're not doing that. It like heightened during COVID, I think, because nobody had anything to do. So it was like, well, that's you the put one in I your know. area. It's, um, what the but geocache is like a lot different because you at least have like that whole system and there's like, the small boxes, the big boxes, like you could put little trinkets in it, you sign your name on it. But this was just like a whole nother thing. And I remember it being all over like TikTok and stuff. Um, let me see. I'm literally like looking this up right now because I'm like, I do know what you're talking about. Um, <clears throat> I always thought it was just called geocaching, but I'm like, no, you're right. There was, there was a specific app. Yeah. Um, I want to, I keep wanting to say like world or, uh, it's like world. So I don't know. I'm going to have to, this is going to eat it. Oh, so Randonautica. 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 Yeah. Randonautica. Yes. That's what I, <clears throat> that was creepy. Yeah. So, so that's exactly what I was thinking of. Cause I heard you like talking about like adventuring and I was like, oh, I wonder if Taylor's ever done that. Like the that's G- so fun, but I would always do it with like Patrick or I had this one friend that would do it. Cause like we lived, he lived near a couple of them. And so we would go and like check them out. So like some around here have my name on the, like the list that you can put down. Um, but like, it's, I don't know if it's cause not many people, <clears throat> I guess more fun people do it now because whenever we go 
most of the time it's like scouts like boy scouts girl scouts that do it and stuff and the last one we went to which was over by split rock yeah the one that was over there had such cheesy stuff there was like a fake gold coin somebody put like a piece of string in there and i'm like what am i supposed to do with this like because they say you can take something and put it in there. what was like the best thing you found a penny (laughs) a penny that was about it and i always and see here's where i'm too nice because that one box where it was like a coin in it when Patrick and I went to go do that one, I was like, oh, let me bring a couple cute things. So this was when I was in like the height of my witchy, you know, era. Um, I had little tiny quartz crystals, like really tiny ones. And so I was like, oh, let me put it in there. So like, you know, somebody can be blessed with some like, you know, positive energy and stuff. So I'm in there like putting a nice crystal. And what do I pull out? Oh, it's a little tiny toy from like a little six-year-old I was like wow what am I gonna do with this I'm gonna manifest something nice with it I don't know (laughs) people gotta like put some like better stuff in there like well I don't know that I trust the candy never mind I was gonna say like like, leave me something edible and then I'm like uh no 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 no. like a razor blade in that or (laughs) but but yeah I mean so we are approaching our (laughs) mark um so is there any advice that you would give to any listening witches don't be afraid to be yourself and listen to your instincts because I feel like in the beginning I definitely always had those moments where I was like am I sure like is that okay should I be listening to that and then I'd second guess myself and I realized that like your gut is literally like your best friend like you have to always trust your gut on everything and don't listen to other people because I feel like I have a problem with listening to others and not myself and so so I've tried to like that's one thing I'm still trying to learn and I I do think that like I've definitely especially with being going down the like spiritual path and the witchcraft path like I feel like I'm a deaf a different person than I was before I discovered it and I don't think I'm at my highest self yet, but I'm like definitely getting there. And I think it's because I've been able to use the tools. I keep an open mind because I know that there are definitely people in the community that like to spread false information. So you definitely have to keep an open mind and not trust everything you hear, but also don't be closed-minded and be like, oh, like that's not, you know, real. That's not this, that's not that. Cause then you're just gonna, you're not going to know who you are. You're not going to be able to get in touch with like yourself. Cause I know I'm still working on myself a lot. So, yeah. That's honestly, it's, it's fabulous advice. And I feel like, um, it's really important to, it's just important. Like you said, the two main things being yourself, being authentic unapologetically and just like embracing who you are. But more importantly, the gut is like number one, because mm-hmm. and I've said this in previous podcasts, anytime that I have not trusted my gut, um, it's put me in a bad situation. And I'm sure like you can attest to that. Mm-hmm. So um, is there anything else that you want to share with listeners like before they kind of close this out? Any advice or Anything that maybe you didn't know that you wish you had known, so you're going to share with our listeners? Um, 
No, but the only thing I wish I could unhear was those terrifying tree stories because it totally like it's one of those things where like you put it aside and you forget about it and then the second somebody brings something up that reminds you of it you're like oh my god now I gotta think about it again the second you were talking about that tooth fairy story I was like no now I'm gonna start thinking about like the skinwalkers in the trees and and I kind of want to go back down the (laughs) hole again this is where I hate myself because now I want to like spend the rest of the night deep diving into things and going into like Reddit again and stuff. You have to watch Darkness Falls. That's where you have, that's your next step. You have to watch it. I'm so scared now, but I'm going to watch it. It's going to happen. I'm going to do it. But like, I don't know why I'm going to do it to myself. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like you should watch it because it's, it's, it's a good movie and it just got that it's that old school spooky movie like I love those those are the best that's what I'm saying like it's a it's a sick day at home with like a nice hot bowl of ramen and just watching Mm -hmm. darkness falls for me like Mm -hmm. I'm like that's my cozy um I hate that spooky shit is our cozy that's like I was actually just reading something where I I keep seeing it everywhere now because it's blowing up but this psychiatrist I think is who it is she said something to the extent of if you I think it was like if you find comfort like so if you um use like horror movies or true crime to wind down that it's like a major red flag and you probably need counseling. And I'm like, I'm already in therapy. Yeah, I was just gonna like, say, I've already seen a therapist. Yeah, like I'm oh, already fine. in therapy. I'm like I'm so, regulating. Yeah. I'm like, just just let me in like if that right. calms me, it calms me. Like maybe I like the intricacy of like learning about these crazy cases. Like I don't think I'm a psychopath because I like to wind down with like horror movies or true crime yeah so like I just like yeah so I I don't know I just think it's very interesting how some people view and I know she's a doctor I know she's a psychiatrist but I respectfully disagree I'm just gonna keep an open mind but I'm gonna keep that in the back of my head while I'm watching a scary movie I'm literally going to check in with you in like a week and be like, did you watch Darkness Falls? I know. I got to watch it now. <laughs> you got to, I think you're, you should ask your mom if she's seen it. If your mom hasn't seen it. Cause like, I know your mom loves horror movies too. Does Kayla? Yeah. Like- oh, we all do. We're okay. all obsessed with you okay that has to be your next family movie night so the next time somebody brings up family movie night you have to be like we're watching darkness fall no, but the funny thing is that our movie nights are literally horror movies like we don't watch rom-coms we don't watch comedies like we watch horror movies all the time i that, love that, that is our family nights okay so you have to promise me that you're gonna vote it in for the next i like, will i will i gotta i gotta show them that now i feel like they've probably seen it at least my mom has that's so what i, I have thinking. to go talk about that's what I was thinking because it, it's such it, it's such a good movie. I kind of want to watch it tonight now. I'm like, I Don't was do that to yourself. To watch since I'm gonna have Ralph Sarchi on uh, in June, June 28th. I was like, maybe tonight I'll watch Deliver Us from Evil, and I'm like, just like because like it's such a good movie. Um, but then now I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know. I kind of want to spook myself out with some Darkness Falls. Oh God. Oh. 
Well, I loved having you on here tonight. And like literally I will have you on anytime. So if you want to come back and we can we can like really get some if you want to do like the Reddit stories with me. Yeah. And I still actually have more stories that I have to tell you about. So I'll definitely say that for another time. Yes, yeah. Save them. Save um see if you can find some like cool like skinwalker stories. I will. I'm on it. I'm pretty good. I feel like, at so if you're gonna if you're gonna deep dive down the wormhole anyways, just bring up some stories with you and like we're gonna do another podcast and we're totally gonna read them and just yeah. like dissect them. I'm down. We're gonna be like the new skidwalk hunters. I'm gonna shit my pants <laughs> while reading it, but that's okay. <laughs> Me too. It's totally fine. <laughs> it's together. But um so yeah so I was really excited to have you on and like the saying goes I say it every time when I wrap up a show do you want to say it this time or you want to say it together um we'll say it together okay ready (laughs) okay all right one two three let's Let's get weird (laughs) I am so excited to see you again and thank you so much for joining me one last time I have to say it because I just I really enjoyed this I had a lot of fun I did too I like talking about spooky stuff it's not that bad it's not that bad (laughs) so uh yeah so we will we'll work on the skinwalker thing and then we will uh we'll reconvene Mm mm-hmm so listeners when you're listening to this uh if you've made it this far because i think it's been two hours we had a two-hour podcast isn't that crazy it is i know if you're listening um and you've made it this far stay tuned because there's going to be a part two and we are going to get nitty-gritty about skinwalkers and all the cryptids we can dig up dirt on and we're going to talk about darkness falls if taylor brings it to family movie night oh i will 100 of this weekend i'll do it yes yes okay so i will see you on part two i'll see you then